Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Kuf Bet. We will begin on Kuf Aleph Amur Bet. Okay? We left off yesterday with a cliffhanger of a question. Rav Chista was in trouble. And we're going to quick review what we were doing yesterday. There was a statement in the Brighton that someone who left during a meal needs a new Beracha. If a guy walks out, he needs a new Beracha. Now, Rav Chista had claimed that that was only true. Now, we didn't, he didn't say what you were eating when you left. So, Rav Chista claimed that that's only true when it comes to Laffy Taffy's, meaning a Shahakol, which in the language of the Gemara is things that don't require in the same place. Beren Fashot does not need to be recited in the same place that you ate. Whereas, Al-Ha'etz and Bukat Hamazon do need. But, says Reb Chista, if you have a muffin, which is and needs in the same place, then, if you leave, you don't need a new Berakha, because you go back to your original Kiviut. That was the statement of Chista. Reb Shesha disagreed, and he says, both muffins and lafitafis, when you leave the house, you are stuck. Now, we brought a Brita which appeared to support Rav Sheshit against Rav Chista. The Brita said, if you have fellows are sitting and eating a big meal, and a Chatan and Kala come, and everyone goes out to greet them, because of course it's respectful to greet a Chatan and Kala, so it depends whether they left, whether they left a Zaken or Chole there. If they left an old man there who couldn't go greet them, and that guy held the spot for them per se, then they come back without a Baracha. But if they didn't leave anyone there and everyone cleared out, then you do need a new Baracha. And we made we medayek from the language of Akru Laglehim that they must have been eating muffins or bread because it says that they uprooted themselves. It sounds like they were doing something that has to stay there. So you see that even in a case of a muffin, only when you leave a zaken of but if without that, you can't do it. That would be against Rav Chista, who sounds like muffins are always okay, because muffins, you're always going back to your original kibiyut, right? Rav Chista didn't make any mention of having to leave an old man there, and therefore, we have a question of Chista. How could you say that muffins, you could always go back and don't need nubaracha? Here it implies only when you have a zaken of right. who you left to hold your place for you. Okay, we are now on the bottom of Kuf Aleph, Amun Aleph, Amun Bet. Says the Gemara, Amar Rav Nachman, Yitzchak, Rav Nachman, will answer you as follows. Mantana Rabbi Yehudahi, which means that this statement, this writer that you're quoting as a question on Rav Chista, is really authored by Rav Yehuda. So, you have this writer, the writer, only with old man slash um, sick, sick man. man. Right, so this Brita we're claiming was really authored by Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Chista is going like the Chachamim. And therefore everything is going to be fine. Because you have a brighter, oh yeah, that brighter, that's only written by Rabbi Yehuda. Guess what? I'm Rabbi Chista, I go like the Hahamim, and therefore everything's going to be fine. Now, what's the machlok between Rabbi Yehuda and the Hahamim? Oh, I didn't tell you? Oh, let me show you. Says the Gemara, the Tanya we learned in a brighter, if you have fellow friends who are sitting together, okay, they uproot themselves, to go to shul, to pray. 
or the Beit Midrash, or to learn. When they leave, they don't have to make a new Baracha. When they come back, they don't have to, come, they don't have to make a new Baracha. Amar Bihuda, Bihuda claims, one of these words said, that's only if they left people there. So therefore, Rabbi Yehuda says that this is only true, that you're, you don't need a new beracha when you left someone there. So we'll just say that Rabbi Chista is going like a chamim, and therefore it's fine. Tanakama, and therefore it's fine. Okay. And Morris says, oh yeah, if that's what you're saying, if so, the reason is because you're talking about um, muffins. That's why the came you see That's why you don't need But if you're thinking talking about laffy taffies that don't need a bracha in the same spot, then I feel Rabbanan, even the rabbis agree. When they leave, Tumor is asking, this should be a question on Rabbi Yochanan. Now, why is it a question on Rabbi Yochanan? Because if you turned around, you flipped it over here. Okay? We have three opinions. We said, Do you need to make, need to make a... Rabbi Yochanan had said, besides for saying, he also said a new statement over here, that Shinu Makum, Right? He said that when you change places, this is Rabbi Yochanan, same rabbi, he says that when you change places, you don't need to make a new baracha. But you see over here that it's not so. It's all. It's not so. It's not so by everything. At least not true by Laffy Taffy's, right? So let this be a question on Rabbi Yochanan, right? Let's see where it said it. Right over here. Right. If you remember on the top of the page, actually the bottom of the page before, it said, "Look, Amr." The bottom of Kufal from Bet. Whether you change wines, whether you change places, you don't need to make a new bracha. So you see, it's a question on Rabbi Yochanan. Sigmar asks, Didn't we already ask a question on Rabbi Yochanan? What's the point of asking a second question? Sigmar says, Maybe it's a double. Maybe it's also a, a double question. Maybe it's a double question on Rabbi Yochanan. Gemara says, no. Rabbi Yochanan will tell you, no, it's not a double question on me. It's only a single question. You can't have a second question on me. Why? Because he'll say, Really, I could tell you that when we sit over here, When we sit over here, this case, this case over here of Akrul Aglehem, the bright of Akrul Aglehem, really we didn't have to say a case of Akrul Aglehem. Akrul Aglehem means that you were, you were eating a muffin. We picked a case of a muffin, but really we could have said the same law if you were eating Laffy Taffy's too. So why did we say muffins? 
Why do we say that they uprooted themselves when talking about muffins? Because we wanted to show you Rabbi Yehuda. So let's just show what we're talking about. We had the Brighta we just quoted with Rabbi Yehuda and the Chachamim. Where Rabbi Yehuda had said that if you leave a zaken ochole, that's when you don't make a beracha, right? And if you don't leave a zaken ochole, then you then you do. And the chachamim had said you don't need to leave, you don't have to leave a, a zaken ochole. Good. Yeah. Now, the case over there was a case of a muffin. The Gemara specifically brought a case of a muffin. Now, the fact that they brought a case of a muffin, so it's oh, a question <laughs> on Rabbi Yochanan because Rabbi Yochanan had allowed even laffy taffies. He didn't he didn't specify. The Gemara says no. It could be that really the Brighter could have talked about spoke about muffins, but we could have picked Laffy Taffy's too. So if so, why did you mention muffins? Tell me a bigger chidush. Tell me even Laffy Taffy's. Yeah. Mar says, no. I wanted to show you a chidush in Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda, who's strict, and he says you have to leave a zaken ochole. Not only does he need a zaken ochole to be left there, if you're eating muffins. Laffy Taffy's, but even muffins, which you might really hold you there, he still requires that kenochole. So we wanted to mention the case of muffin. Welcome, guys. We wanted to make, mention the case of the muffins to show you how strict Rehud is. Really, the Chachamim will say the same law. Rabbi Yochanan, who holds that Laffy Taffy's are okay, will tell you, the Chachamim, they spoke about muffins, not because muffins is the only case. They could have spoken about Laffy Taffy's too. They said mention muffins because they want to show you the other way. Oh, he's the board? Yeah. Okay? Is that clear? Beautiful. Uh, on Rabbi Yehuda. So therefore, you're, you're asking a question on Rabbi Yochanan by saying that you're going with the lenient opinion. Over here, you see that the lenient opinion itself is only allowing muffins. Because the Brighter only said muffins. Because the Brighter says, no. The Brighter could have told you Laffy Taffy's too. The reason why we mentioned muffins is to show you how strict the Mehud is. Don't think he only needs a new Berakha by Laffy Taffy's, even by muffins. Because, because you don't need a Zaken there. Right. Okay. Even by muffins, he requires a Zaken. Don't think that Yehuda, who's strict and requires Zaken, only requires that kid. If you if, if you had muffins, you need a zakin. No. The case of the bright is is muffins. Okay. Right. Now, we thought this is a question on Rav, Rav Yochanan okay. because even the lenient opinion, the Chachamim, we don't are only allowing muffins, and Rav Yochanan is allowing even lafi davies. So Rav Yochanan will answer you. You're in the middle. Give me a second. Rav Yochanan will answer you and say, no. Yes, the bride to pick muffins, but they only pick muffins to show you how strict the strict opinion is. The the lenient opinion could have said would have said its leniencies like me, either by muffins or laffy taffies. But we picked the muffin case to show you that the strict opinion is strict not only by laffy taffies but even by muffins. Okay, is that clear? Yeah. Says the Gemara, Tanya Kavatei of Chista. We have a brayta that supports of Chista. This brayta is going to help of Chista. Of Chista is the one who says. That only laffy taffies you need to make new beracha shakol and not muffins. What's the brayta? It says chaverim sheyu yoshvim misuvin l'shtot yahim. You have fellows who are sitting together to have a wine tasting party, a wine drinking party, right? 
and they uproot themselves, if they came back, they don't have to make a new beracha. So now wine, right? Now wine, of course, is something that needs a new beracha. And therefore the reason is because they sat and drank wine. But if they had Lafi Tavis, no. That's the proof to Rav Chista. Okay? Who said that muffins, muffins and wine is the same thing. Because both muffins and wine need a beracha charuna of whatever, and therefore you see that only those type of things are what holds you down, and you could come back, but otherwise, no. Good. Tanur Rabbanan. Yeah. For this, we're going back to Machloka between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. If you remember, this is a brand new, we're going back to the original subject. If you remember, there was Machloka Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi earlier, okay? On Erev Shabbat, does the person have to stop eating before Mincha? Okay? We had, there was a machloket, if you go back for a second, the daf kuf. Amud Aleph. Okay? No, it's not it. Uh, it was actually Sadi Telamabet. Okay? We had a brighter that says, uh, Tanya, a person shouldn't eat on Erev Shabbat and Yom Tov from Mincha and further. That was Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yossi says you can eat till the buzzer. Okay? Till sunset. So a person is a Shabbat, uh, Friday afternoon. Okay, Dave? Friday afternoon, the guy comes to the rabbi and says, Rabbi, can I have, um, can I eat my falafel now? So if you ask Rabbi Yehuda, he'll tell you, falafels only till nine hours of the day. You have to leave two hour, once it's two and a half hours before sunset, chalasna, no more falafels. And if you ask him, Yossi, no, you can eat all the way to the buzzer, all the way to light candles, you can eat falafels. Okay? The question is whether you have to go into Shabbat hungry or not. That's my chlok Okay? Tanah we have a break that's going to show us which way to go. If you have people who are sitting in a group, they're sitting down on Friday afternoon to eat. And while they're eating, the day became sanctified, which means Shabbat hit. They're eating and Shabbat hit. Okay? They bring him a cup of wine. And he makes Kiddush. And then they bring a second one. Afterwards, so according to Divre, these are the words of Rabbi Yehuda. So Rabbi Yehuda says, if as long as you started beforehand and you're eating the meal, what do you do when Shabbat comes? Bring you one cup <coughs> and you make kiddusha, kiddush on the cup, and a second cup for Bekatamazon. Okay. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yossi Omer, According to Yossi, you can continue your whole meal. You don't have to stop your meal. You can continue your meal straight into Shabbat. And your meal, your falafel meal, becomes your Shabbat meal. Okay? Right, because I'm in the middle of my meal. Gamru, and when you finish everything, what do you do? Kosri shon Amazon. Make a, bring a cup to make Birkat Amazon. Vishini, you say Kiddush. Oh, 
Now, what about Kiddush Mekom Seuda? So the, he holds that the, 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 the falafel meal or the shawarma meal that I ate counts as my Seuda Shabbat. And therefore, my Kiddush is Mekom Seuda at the end of it. Are you following what's going on? So Yossi is saying, the guy's starting on Friday afternoon. He's eating his shawarma. He goes through the meal. The buzzer comes. He hears the sirens. Right? So if you ask him, Buddha says, oh, stop. Bring him a kiddush. Let him make kiddush. And then at the end of the meal, he'll make pukatamazon. So the kiddush makes the meal that you eat after. Transfers it. Transfers it to a Shabbat meal. The no. says, you don't have to. Keep eating. Whatever you ate after. You're allowed to continue eating because it's still your original meal. I don't have to make Kiddush. Normally, you're not allowed to eat before Kiddush. But here, since I started eating from beforehand, that allows me to continue eating. And then when I finish my meal, bring a cup, make Mazon, and after Mazon, bring another cup, make Adus, drink it, and you don't have to eat anything. You already ate. Normally, when you make Kiddush, you have to eat something. You don't have to now because you ate already. Wow. Okay, that's a Biosi. Are we good? Yeah. <coughs> Says the Gemara... <laughs> Am I? Why? Why did Rabbi Yossi say that you have to have two cups? Why did Rabbi Yossi say that I could just do both things in one cup? Bring one cup of wine and make a deuce and bring it to What do I need two for? I'm Rav Huna. I'm Rav Shishat. Rav Huna says the name of Shishat. And Rav Shishat says the name of Shishat. We don't make two kiddushot on one cup. You don't do two things on one cup. Huh? Two different things. Bekatam is one thing, and kiddush is another thing. You can't make it on one cup. Toswot says... That's why at a wedding, if you ever notice, there's two cups. There's one cup before the Kiddushin. And then, and another cup for Berkat Nesuin. Right, for the Shev Rechot. They don't use the same cup. Why? Don't do it on one cup. Same idea. Okay. What's the reason why you can't do it on one cup? We don't do mitzvot in bundles. When you have mitzvah, each mitzvah is significant. Each mitzvah is important. We don't do it in bundles. I don't know if you ever noticed. Whenever you have a baby, twin babies, they don't just bring both babies in and make the breed. They bring one baby in, make a breed, this, that, with a cup, and this and that. Baby goes out. Then they wait a few minutes, bring the next baby in. Why? Because we don't do mitzvot in bundles. Mitzvot aren't things. We're just yelling, let's, let's do both. No, no, no. One at a time. Each one's own. And therefore, here too, Rabiosi is claiming, even though, now, this question is only on Rabiosi. Because according to Yehuda, he said that you have a separate time in between, right? You have course number one, Kiddush, then you wait, finish the meal, and then you have Rabiosi. So for him, there's no question. The question is Rabiosi. Rabiosi is doing it all at the end, right? He says, you don't have to stop. So we're asking on him, why did you say two cups? For, according to Yehuda, I know why you need two cups. Because you have one cup in the middle of the meal and one cup at the end of the meal. But Rabiosi is doing it all at the end of the meal. So you have one cup. No, we don't do mitzvot like that. Okay? Now we're going to ask a question on that rule that we said. Oh, is that true that you never make mitzvot altogether? I'll show you that we do. 
Well, no, no, let's see. A guy walks into his house on Saturday night. He takes a cup of wine. He makes hagefen. You don't drink. Then or then you make boremayish. Then you make boremayibesamim. It's machloket. It's machloket. It's coming. It's coming. No, it's coming soon. You leave it after Malava Malka. So you eat first. And you put everything on one cup. It's a question. So you see that you're putting, if your guy has only one cup, you leave it all till after Berkat Amazon. How could you tell me? How could you tell me we don't do mitzvot all bundled together? Look, you told this guy that he could make his uh, Havdalah and his Berkat Amazon on one cup. So why is why is Rabbi saying in our in our thing? He says that when they have the guy in the meal, you bring him two cups because you can't do but all bundled together. I thought you told this other fellow that when he comes on Saturday night, if he only has one cup, he can do it all together. He's talking about the Malva Malka Yes. Says Gemara and Lo You can't compare the two cases. This is a case of a guy who only has one cup. When you only have one cup, it's different than we let you. But we'd rather you don't. And therefore, if possible, we ask for two. I thought I was talking about the berachot of the, the candle and the besamim. That's all part of the... No, that, 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 that they're, they're accepting already. That's all part of the... Hold on one second. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't pray with me. Okay, says Gemara. Veha Yom Tov shechal liot achar Shabbat. What do you do with Yom Tov that falls after Shabbat? Here's another case. You have a case of Yom Tov, okay, and it falls after Shabbat. Okay, so let's say this year, this year we have uh, Pesach. The first night of Pesach is Saturday night. Okay, so you got to do Adus. And have the lot together. How does it work? Says the Gemara. You know the words of the Shabbat. The itle, right? That guy's got a lot of cups, right? Because he's going to do five cups, four cups that night. So said he's going to have four cups of wine. The Amar Rav and Rav says that you say the Amri. Oh, hold on, I skipped something. Yakna. Rav says Yaknaha, Yain Kiddush Ner Havdalah. Hagefen, Kiddush, Ner, Havdalah. So you see, and even when you have two cups, you still put everything on one cup, which is a question of what we said before. So it says, Amri, we answered, Midilo Amazman, Michal, the Shvi'isha Pesach Skinan. This, that we said, Yakneha, and we didn't say, and we didn't say, Ziman, means that it's the Shiv'ish Pesach. They call mid ma'i de'havele, achile, v'letle. So, 
He says, you're assuming it's the Seder? It's not the Seder because there's no Zman. There's no Shechianu. The only time we don't say Shechianu is Shvi'i Shel Pesach. Yeah. Okay? So it must be Yakneha is Shvi'i Shel Pesach. And therefore, who said the guy's got more than one cup? We know by the Seder, the guy's got to have four cups because everyone has to have four cups in the Seder. We'll always give you four cups. But on Shvi'i Shel Pesach, maybe it's a poor guy we're talking about here who only has one cup and that's why we let him put it all together. Kiddush and Abdullah together. What about Where he has four cups. Abaya says, Yak Zina. You make Yain Kiddush Ner Zman Havdala. And Rava says, Yak Nehaz. Right? Yain Kiddush Ner Havdala Zman. But either way, whatever order you do it, the Machlok at what order? You make, that, you make the Kiddush that night. Okay? Yain Yak Nehaz means. Let me just put this on the board quickly here. Rava holds yak nehaz. Yak, yak, nehaz. Yain is, yain is hagefen. Havdala. No, yak, kuf, kidush. Ner is meore haesh. Meore haesh. Havdala is ramavdil ben kodesh. Right? One rabbi says Yak Nehaz. The other rabbi says Yak. What's the other rabbi saying? Yak Zinah. The order switched. They switched his mind to here. Okay? Whatever. But either way, everyone's doing it all in one cup. So how can you say you don't do it all in one cup when you have money? Here the guy's got four cups because it's, it's, it's the Seder night. Everyone's got enough money because they give it. The rule is that even the Bikur Holims are obligated, like we said in the Mishnah. Everyone's obligated to give everybody four cups of wine, no matter what. So everyone's got four cups, and yet we're doing it all on one cup. Yeah, we're combining, right? So how can you say we don't combine? Okay, so David's asking. We'll put this on. David's asking, who told you? That, that everyone has enough cups because they gave out four cups to everybody, maybe the four cups are needed for the Seder. So that, the shot that I told you is only according to the Rashbam. Tosfot says the reason why we know that everyone has enough cups at the beginning of the holiday is because the beginning of the holiday is different. People run out of supplies at the end of the holiday. But people buy their own. We're, talk, we're not talking about poor people. We're just assuming it's talking about rich people. But sometimes at the end of the holiday, they don't have stuff. But in the beginning, they have. Therefore, we know that they have more than four cups. They just have. Okay, that's according to Tosfo. You don't have a question. According to Rashbam, your question is wrong. Okay, let's see. Says the Gemara further. Ella, rather, Havdalah v'Kiddush Chada Miltahi. It must be that Havdalah and Kiddush is one thing. We don't consider Havdalah and Kiddush two different things. And therefore, over here, when we make Havdalah and Kiddush on the same cup, it's because it's called one thing. And therefore, it's different than when you have a wedding, when you're doing Nisuin and, and Erusin on the same. That's two different things. When you get married, Kiddushin is one thing, and the Chupah is the second thing. That's why it needs two cups. But here, there must be that Havdalah and Kiddush, it's really all the same thing. Havdalah is separating from holy to weak, and Kiddush is also separating from holy to weak. So it's really just one thing. But what is Kiddush? Kiddush means it used to be Friday, which was not holy, and now we're holifying it. And Havdalah is used to be holy, and now we're unholying it. Right. We're making it weekday. So that's really, really one thing. And therefore, that's why you're allowed to put it all together. 
Okay? We're going to start tomorrow at the words Gufa on the bottom of the page.